0: Hello, humans. Welcome to The Frontline, a leadership and business podcast brought to you by Peregrine Corporate Services, an Ardermann-based corporate and trust service provider. My name is Martin Hall. Welcome. We're here to chat to those on the front line of business about communication, leadership, management, mentorship, and networking. And hopefully along the way, we'll learn some interesting stories for those on the front line of business. Today, we're joined by the founder and director of PCD Dining Club, David Bell. Welcome, David.
1: Thanks for having me on.
0: No pleasure, and thanks for your time. I appreciate it. So, as I mentioned at the outset, there's sort of some key areas we'd like to chat about. But I think, first of all, it's always good to get a bit of background on people. And uh, so, I suppose, first of all, where did you grow up? What where was your
1: early days? I grew up on the North coast, Wales coast uh, in a place called Prestatyn, which I'm sure Isle of Man guys might be familiar with. Anyone in the northwest knows Prostatin and Rail as a sort of seaside town. Yeah. I grew up there, went off to university, did economics. Um, trained as an accountant and happened to join a firm that was very focused on private wealth and it was something that appealed to me when I was looking at accountancy the wealth industry rather than audit or other choices that people might make I like the idea of working with families high net worth individuals Um, but right from the start my accountancy training which I was in enjoyed the sort of the the technical aspect of I always enjoyed networking, getting out meeting people and professional services I realized early on are about you know uh, competence, credibility but selling yourself as someone who can provide a service and um, right from the early days enjoyed getting to know other co-professionals, got out networking even as a trainee started bringing in referrals to the firm And, and I realized that that was my natural Coy. talent you know yeah, yeah. Uh, might not have been you know the get, giving the update on the va the latest vat a uh, bit of vat law or some other technical aspect but i knew that i could get on with people create rapport and sell a credible uh, service to people that would identify needs and help them and uh, i moved out of accountancy into private banking I was using the tax knowledge I'd built in practice in a very applied way, and in, and in the private banks as a wealth planner. One of your big, uh, the, the core skill set has to be to work with high-net-worth clients, work out what they need, and deliver it often through partnerships with other providers because you're specialised on your own field. And having a big rolodex there was 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 a big advantage. And so I spent uh, I was in private banking between 2009 and 2016 when I left to to uh, to build up PCD during that time I was doing a lot of networking internationally um and um, and that was the platform for me striking out and setting up this business really
0: so the two things around that the, the networking skills that you had there was that something just you felt was always inbuilt from you from day one or did they they were they things you worked on
1: yeah, I definitely worked. I definitely worked on it. I worked on on the idea that you build a network by creating value. So, so you know, I, I early days, I kind of uh, thought about how could I um, meet people and then bring something to. Them them that kept us kept some momentum and created some capital if you like in Mm. that relationship not through taking but through giving through basically meeting someone establishing you've got some business to do to do together Mm. and then you making the first move to actually help now that could be a small thing like a mutual contact or someone that you you know can add value to that person making an intro or just simple things you know 95% of people don't do the simple thing so when you do that and make those intros you promise you will you actually stand out just by really carrying out what you see as as good common business principles so it's the follow you know following up when you meet people having a structured approach if you're talking about introductions, execute them. You know?
0: yeah, it's, yeah,
1: It's all of that, isn't it? It's hard to basics. do with everything yeah. else going on, but yeah, yeah. doing the basics of networking will make you stand out. Um,
0: During those early years or, or even through those years, did you have mentors that you looked up to that helped you?
1: What was interesting was that I, when I was working in the accountancy practice, I, I, I put on an event uh, with the firm and with another firm as a partner. But what to create the guest list, I went to all the partners of the firm and said, couldn't we... Um... Can, can you provide a list of contacts in other organizations that should send along contacts to a next-gen networking drinks that we wanted to put on at the time? And, and they all opened that, they, they, they liked that idea and opened up their Rolodexes. So we started off, even when I was a junior accountant still training, yeah. with this big group of people that we could start to kind of build a little community around. So yeah, I think there were people who supported me along the way in, in my career that allowed me to come out and network and 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 there were certainly key people through through the different organizations that i worked in that they said to me yes this is good this is the right thing you're going out and you're actually putting in your own time and effort and and energizing this this network and we're not going to squash that you know i think that's the thing for a a junior person if if it's very easy for them to squash the activity of a junior person to sort of say don't do that just if you need if you if you're not busy enough i'll give you more yeah. more work to do you know um yeah. rather than encouraging them saying look if in your evening you want to go to a networking group um you know good for you sort of yeah. thing. so it's that 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 kind of t- you know not not one specific mentor but i think the definite characters who i've worked with at good organizations have encouraged me to to, yeah. to, to, to get down this route.
0: And it's that free, yeah, freedom to flourish, isn't it? As someone perhaps leading you, is that that freedom to 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 kind of let you find a path rather yeah. than kind of putting you in a box. I think that's important when it comes to leadership.
1: Yeah, that's how you enable people, isn't it? Yeah. You don't yeah. enable them by squashing them down and saying, you know, limiting what they do, particularly where there's a passion to do something. I think it's about within the confines of the business, finding people's interests, passions and skill sets. and. And then working with that rather than hammering everyone into the same little hole. Yeah,
0: you know, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. So that's a little bit of background on yourself. Just yeah. just one other thing then. Uh, I suppose outside of work, what do you tend to enjoy? What's outside, your outside of, work, of David? I mean, I... Uh, so got if you ever not working, if that yeah, exists. Yeah, I've got
1: a four-year-old uh, <laughs> son, an eight-year-old daughter. And I run PCD with my wife, Sophie, uh, which we've done for the last few years. And that's been great because we've sort of traveled the world and been around to different locations, taking the kids with us where we could. Right, okay. um, outside of work, I, I like all sorts of sports. I mean, I, I play a bit of golf. I, I like getting out on the bike and things like that. So it's, um, yeah, I, you know, not that much time for hobbies and interests, but I do. Uh, I you going to share your handicap? And, um handicapped now well I, I'm a sort of like a hack around right, okay. around 26 but you know I mean it's so it's not too it's not too great I enjoy a walk I enjoy the fresh air and, and yeah. I enjoy uh, you oh. know um
0: well as we're recording this we're obviously just just going or oh, we're in lockdown so that everyone everyone is uh, loving a bit of fresh air at the moment oh so yeah those small opportunities that you get that so you mentioned obviously PCD. That's obviously what you're certainly yeah. known for at the moment. Where where did that come about? How did that start?
1: So uh, it came about when uh, I mean in London I I, I ran um, a number of sort of social groups that linked together young professionals many many years ago, when I was just looking to socialise in London, do interesting things. I always enjoyed putting on events and 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 seeing people come together and enjoy themselves. And when I wanted to make that more specific around the, my career. Um, I'd been doing seated networking dinners in London uh, for many years that just connected different parts of the industry. Uh, people enjoyed it. They're happy to come out with something different. The seated dinner format gave it a different twist because although people in- instinctively prefer a drinks reception where they can mingle, people do like sitting on a, on a table with good quality people, having a-, having a nice chat. It adds a different dynamic. So we took that idea and, In 2012, I joined uh, Lombard Odie, Swiss Bank, and I was going to Geneva quite a lot, and I was trying to develop my network in Switzerland, which was, you know, sort of, at the moment, I didn't have enough, I felt I didn't have enough contacts and I wanted more. And so I decided to bring this dinner format that we'd been running in London to Geneva and promote an event there, and... In London, there's so much good networking around. You have to be really good to kind of compete. Whereas actually in a lot of other places, the level of network, the quality of networking is not as high. So actually when we were looking at what was in Geneva for my, before I decided to bring PCD over there, um, I couldn't find the right forum. So I thought, well, let's bring PCD over. And we did the event there. And, and it was interesting because it attracted a lot of the Swiss intermediaries as well as people from the UK and elsewhere who wanted to travel out to make more progress in their business in Switzerland. We kind of worked out that if you put on a good quality event, it didn't need a full-blown conference attached to it. You could do a standalone event that's for networking that brings together an international crowd in the wealth sector with some good breadth. And, and that really was that was what became our, our USP. So we then added other events uh, around that, uh, tried different locations, and um, yeah, basically it sort of started to take off and in, in 2016, um, I was, I'd was i been with Lombard ODA for four years. I was enjoying the role, but I was just really interested to try and see what I could do with PCD as a small business. And um, Were you was that,
0: that PCD brand as we see today was that under that within that existing role you had or was it kind of a side
1: yeah well so, so basically they you know talking about people giving you freedom I mean fortunately in my when I decided to set PCD up uh, the bank didn't decide to sort of squash that immediately they could see a benefit uh, for them of me being out there in the marketplace so I, um, I you know I, we we built that to a point where it was becoming you know it became very visible and there was a benefit to that but it came a point where i just thought well if i was if i was running this business full-time there is an awful lot we could do with it i kind of you created a runway
0: yeah.
1: uh for it so that when i came to try and do it full-time i'd already established a customer base and model, some ideas and we were up and running um yeah. At that time, it was just me. Um, but then now we've got a little team of of eight. Um, so that's a mixture of, uh, you know, four employees and and, and four uh, contractors who oh. do different roles for us. But you know, we've we, we've we've built that little team. It's quite nimble um, over over a number of years, based on you know the success we've been developing.
0: So so I suppose I suppose on day one, did you ever? certainly as an observer of it it seems to have expanded very very quickly whether you felt the same being in the eye of the, eye of the storm as we say but did you feel it's expanded really quickly and have you managed that
1: yeah i mean uh, we, you know the last few years have been fairly really busy i mean you know that's how we've managed it yeah, um, yeah. but i guess because i was because when i started i was i was doing a full a fairly intense full time job and doing pcd as a hobby if you like mm. Um, but that, even when it was a hobby required quite a lot of organization. So I was used to working pretty hard, to be honest, and at all hours. Yeah. And, right. Yeah. Uh, so just when continued. when I, yeah, when I stepped into just basically doing PCD as a full time, you know, it actually, in a sense, I had a freer, a freer schedule. And, and what I've done since then is, um, I live in St. Albans and I go to London for meetings and things like that. But when I first started, I would kind of go to London at the drop of a hat if someone wanted a, you know, the Vegas cup of tea or coffee. <laughs> Whereas over time, I suppose I fine-tuned that to sort of ration your time, build your team and all of that. So you can't, it's all kind of incremental. You can't do it overnight. um and we've learned stuff along the way but you know we're kind of building building out a good little team and a brand so you know we do a lot on social media we've got good supporters there's genuine kind of affection i think for what we're doing yeah um and so we we try and work with that and people can see now we've got you know it's difficult times right now in in an event business but we've built the capital if you like by helping people and working with clients Over a good period, so hopefully, you know, we can create still create value, and 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 we're looking at all sorts of different ways to do that.
0: And and before I suppose we dig into the difficult times now and how that's reshaping things, just to go back to the management style, which I suspect I know the answer on the basis: if you've got a few people working for you, your your management style, I guess, is very much about empowering people.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I I work. So my wife uh, Sophie is the other director of PCD, and I suppose the way we work is that. Um, I'm out there um, selling uh, often talking to customers using my industry knowledge I I execute all the events so I physically travel out to the events and, and, and deliver Sophie's doing all of the the website and more of the now we're doing more digital stuff that has become really important to our business she manages the rest of the team who who are people who are you know administering often often the events so it's sort of it's it's two two sides so I, i'm i'm quite a delegator i like delegating
0: nothing wrong with that <laughs> um,
1: uh, and i'm happy to delegate uh I, in fact i want to do as little detail as possible <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah um but someone in the business needs to grapple with the detail so i think it's about i think management style is about knowing what you're good at and and then and then lining up trying to over time piece together it's like collecting the panini sticker album you know it, you can't just get all of the team in day one you know you just build okay that's my center back great that's yeah, yeah. you know and it, it, and then things fall away then then sometime you know th- things things change and, and and you know it doesn't work with people who you think it's going to be fantastic with and that's business isn't it so yeah no
0: isn't it just yeah yeah so we're in that period where see you had a year planned out now your future year these events corona's now now change that massively obviously in a short space of time for a firm that was based around meeting face to face your whole business plan's flipped on its head certainly again as an observer you've adapted pretty quickly to that so how, how have you found those challenges apart from stressful yeah, i mean
1: it's been i mean the, if you would have said first of january this is the way this 2020 q1's going to unfold you would have you know i don't know what you would have thought but um we um yeah our, our business was predicated on international travel and people meeting in reasonable numbers
0: so <laughs> not like, have written it yeah.
1: yeah couldn't have been worse yeah. yeah but ultimately um once we've digested the fact that you're not going to have to just push the odd event back a month it's really more fundamentally and i i think that we've got our heads round now the idea that the next six months there's you know when we're we're all in the lockdown you know uh, uh we in europe anyway and uh, and elsewhere and we're not gonna I, I hopefully we'll spring back but i think people's behaviors are going to actually take quite a lot of time if we can if we say if people go back to their offices over the summertime cautiously and then in the autumn if if, if we're then offering people long-haul travel in november you know realistically how many people are either a going to be able to do it or be want to do it. Yeah, um, I, I, I think that that demand for those international events are got, is, is going to be tough to tough to bring back. So, yeah. so our response to that is that people still need to meet. They still need to exchange ideas, create connections. Um, and we've tried to respond by saying, right, we were already online. You know, I was, I've already spent a lot of years on LinkedIn. We've already done, you know, we're familiar with the technology. You know, I'm 38. I, I, I know the technology that's there. I use it. You know, I'm, I, I'm not in that sort of bracket where I haven't adopted technology in my daily life, you know? Yeah. And so we've sought to bring that into the business and sort of say, right, well, how can we, how can we really master the digital space? Um, the event schedule might pop, we, we're obviously planning our events for the autumn. So mm. if things pop back, we're ready. But what, what we're trying to prepare for is this idea that it might not just spring back. Mm. And what do we do in the interim? Well, what we do in the interim is we get out on the front foot and we ask our we go to our members and say, well, look, if we could produce digital platforms to connect people, share ideas, and, and bring you the best of you know the international knowledge that's out there. Yeah. and to your desktop um that's still got you know it while we can't do live events that's going to be your next best you know yeah. a great face-to-face event at a lovely venue is obviously what we'd all like to be doing but in a world where we can't do that how do we respond we can't respond by doing nothing yeah, we, yeah. you know and and, and I, what i think is is great actually about about this era is that it, it challenges people to rethink what they're doing working from home is not easy. I mean, I've done more of it over the last few years because like any self-employed person. Um, but I think that uh, people are going if, to, if this goes on for six months and and, and all the lawyers and the tax advisors, the bankers realise that actually working from home is is what they can do to execute their job, um, they'll that it'll change their frame of reference for, yeah. for the long term. And I think that if say over the next six months PCD can master say how to do really great webinars with expert speakers and, and, and deliver great content and value um, then that's gonna, if the events, the live events pop back, we've got then two products.
0: Yeah. Uh, but
1: I think that, you know, um, in normal times, people wouldn't invest effort in webinars, you know, like lawyers and bankers and t- they just wouldn't. I know myself, we, but, in an environment where you have no other option yeah, all yeah. of a sudden if you've got a firewall blocking something or if you've got something else you know the number of the video conferencing now that going on is not because we couldn't do it before it's just because
0: yeah it's, you know, it's crazy isn't it yeah
1: no so I, I think that's i think that's a great that's going to be a really positive thing that, that the the environment the environment changes you know business environment changes
0: and would you imagine now can you see in because I'm sure it will be a reasonably extended period of time. Can you see in 2021 that you have a bit of both? You have yeah. the sit down, but but you you bleed some of what you've learned this year into that.
1: I, I, I absolutely think, and actually we're even, we're looking at things like, you know, say in May 2021, we're scheduled to be in New York. We postponed May 2020 full year. Now in May 21, we might be doing an event at the Harvard Club uh, in New York and actually live stream that event to our global audience yeah. So we, what we'll do is, is we'll take then the best that we've learned from the digital yeah. and blend that with our live Events as they yeah. as the live event the live events will definitely start to come back But we might need to we will need to adapt how we do it So it might not be that we do this the dinner event in exactly the same way as we did before because you've got to keep moving Yeah I suppose what we do is we're trying. What we've done in this crisis is got out on the front foot, communicated a lot, set out our stall. Right, this is what we're doing. This is what we're trying to do. Help us get there. Tell us what you want, and we'll deliver it. And that's so that's been that's been our approach. And and yeah, I think going forward, I think we'll have a nice blend of live and digital.
0: Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. So then, moving on a little bit from the business, (laughs) uh, just for again, people out there, whether in leadership roles or not. So when, when it comes to educating yourself, books, audible books, things like that, what 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 would you recommend to listeners and, and viewers?
1: I I mean there's a lot of good there's a lot of good podcasts out there um, that I've plugged into that Soph plugs into, um, but I, I quite like I mean Gary V I mean is 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 a great character online. You know, um, if people haven't seen Gary Vee, okay. you know he's he, he he's um, a guy who um, built a business a wine business uh, in the kind of dot-com era and became has become uh you know a fairly genuine business svengali off the back of that and and has got a great audience great insight the way he presents his business ideas i think is very engaging so because like a lot of people i i mean i've read business books in the past but today I, i absorb more stuff or see more stuff on youtube on linkedin um you know, and, 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 and I, I mean, for, for business reading, I suppose, I like, I prefer more like um, there's a, a book called Liar's Poker, Michael Lewis. Michael Lewis has written a great series of books about the old school New York trading desks and things like that. Oh, right. uh, yeah. You know, and, and so so it's more like uh, light entertainment set in the business world.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah.
1: But I wonder whether business gurus in the future, you know, traditionally they wrote the hardback, you know, John Harvey Jones and, and this kind of thing that my, my dad would read back in the 80s. You know, the business business manuals probably still sell well at the airports, but I think the guys who I'm interested in are mastering the online method of building followers yeah. and an audience and creating a business out of that audience. And, and so I kind of take my inspiration with PCD from other areas of popular culture where you see people building a little scene you know it's Mm -hmm. like like we're chatting before we started about you building on one around sports you know and i think you learn a fantastic amount about trying to build a community even if it's not straight away a business focused thing i think you can look and learn a lot from others as to how they're how they're fostering this community we've got all the tools we need to, to reach out to people, but you've got to put something interesting in front of people.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. If you
1: don't, you get a lead balloon, you know? And, and yeah. what I'm interested in is I follow that kind of dynamic of how's that person managed to, you know, through through just through putting the right thing together for the right group, they've worked out that there is a demand for that kind of content. Interesting. And that's, what, that's what kind of, when I'm scrolling through the phone and things like that, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking about. I'm sort of inspired by people who can get these audiences off the ground and cause yeah. it's difficult to do, you know, you're not doing it by force. You're doing it by magnetic attraction. Is Yeah. It? Yeah. You've got, got to will people. To yeah, exactly.
0: That. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to will people in, haven't you? Yeah. With, with content.
1: I find that interesting.
0: Those, uh, those books and uh, bits you mentioned, yeah. I will include in our footer that's of really. our, our podcast. So if anybody I mean, wants to look them up, buy feel, focus, feel free to.
1: Fantastic. I mean, my book right. is people should look that up. It's great. Get it on a right. Kindle. It's cheap as So it's really yeah.
0: good. Right. Right. Excellent. And obviously you're on LinkedIn a yeah. lot, but generally, yeah, like outside of LinkedIn, maybe other ways people can reach out to you?
1: Yeah, I website, mean, it's the main, yeah, website, pcd.club, we've got a Twitter account, we don't really use it, it's more a bit of pushing out, so yeah, LinkedIn is the main, I'm always on LinkedIn, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy to chat to people, um, in these times as well, I've added a little, like, I've started using this Calendly app, which means that, you can book straight into your diary. So I'm trying to encourage people who I'm interacting with on LinkedIn, say, look, if you want to chat, just stick it in the Watch diary. Your time out. Yeah. yeah we just kind of, I'm just right now, I think people need support and people on your little LinkedIn community um, need to be able to feel like, okay, I can reach out to people for ideas. And I'm always happy to speak to people, okay. uh, even if it's just to say, well, oh, what are you up to? What's interesting? Where can I help? and yeah. you know that's the way we that's the way we all move forward isn't it you
0: know? yeah exactly Yeah, linking up and uh, linking up and yeah developing those relationships like you say it's that's what business is about isn't it yeah, yeah, yeah. okay well thanks for joining us today it's much appreciated for your time
1: pleasure great to speak right.
0: to you thank you it's a uh, word out for Martin thanks for listening everyone